Ring out the bell for Christmas, played by the Edison Concert Band. Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. And it's Christmas! Or it was Christmas. What's the date? I think this is being released on, like, the 28th. Yeah, that sounds right. So what? But it's still part of the Christmas season. I mean, fingers crossed, we are recording this before Christmas. I hope Christmas happened. Or maybe there's no... Welcome to the non-Christmas apocalypse, where Christ came back on the 24th, and he was like, whoa, what's up with Christmas? Don't do that anymore. And then we had to change it. I hope you're enjoying our new celebrations of end year, end year time. Uh, every episode we have guests come on and they play through a escape room that is just an audio kind of virtual fun escape room. Uh, and you can play along at home as well. And you can download the escape room in the notes and you can play it for friends over Christmas. Except it's past Christmas, so you're going to have to wait till New Year's. This episode we have two returning guests. Firstly, we have... Taskmaster New Zealand comedian, I don't know how to do an introduction, Paul Williams. Hello, great to be here. <laughs> and joining Paul, we have from Reddit on Reddit, Nelson Allingham. Welcome back, Nelson. Hello. Sorry, um, actually, I'm just going to really quickly disrupt the flow. I forgot what? to tell you before we started recording, I've, I've officially changed my name. What? I'm, okay. Yeah, yep. I'm actually Elfson Elfingham. Uh, oh, just, that make for Chris. It must yeah. have been really disappointing when Jesus Christ came back on the twenty fourth and cancelled Christmas. Yeah, I was like, like oh, you just I got the name changed through with this elf thing. Oh my god! He came uh, back and he was like, elves? There aren't any elves in the Bible. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm in the process of changing that back, uh, but uh, it's an expensive right, but process. Look, you know, we'll respect that. So um, we have Elfson and we have Paul. Welcome back. Uh, well, Paul, anything you'd like to tell us? On, I think Paul kept his name, surely. No, I changed mine. Oh, my God. Uh, mine was kind of less clever. Mine was just Christmas Paul Williams. <laughs> I just put Christmas in front of it. Now, I have a question. Yeah, uh, straight is, to the do, point. is your new first name yeah. Christmas and Paul has been relegated to middle name or is your first name Christmas Paul? It's Christmas and it's hyphenated, so it's Christmas Paul. It's double barrel, it's, the yeah. rare double-barreled yeah, first d- name. First name, yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our first section, which is called Renaming for Christmas. My name is uh, Hark How the Bills Sunderland. I don't like where this is going. (laughs) Danny, your turn. Danny, what's your Christmas name? This is a bad joke. I hate it. Frank. Okay. Short for frankincense. No, okay, if we're going to go with that, you can't go with frankincense. That's a bad one. You've got to go. So you say you get her in. You give her a bad name, she has to fix it. <laughs> the new name is Mur. Mur. Okay, good. No, no, sorry. What was that? Mur. Mur. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I've always loved the three wise men because, like, frankincense and myrrh, are they both like. Smelly, pla- think, smelly yeah. plants? Yeah. Like smelly perfume. plants, right? And then the third one was just like gold. Like I feel like the the one who brought like gold, I feel like blew them out it's, of the water a bit. It's yeah. the one taskmaster contestant who just brings cash. <laughs> yes. It's the it's the secret Santa person who goes, I know we had a twenty dollar limit, but Yes. But I brought, <laughs> but I brought gold. I brought a of pile gold. of gold. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You're living in a manger with a baby. Mm. You appreciate the myrrh more than the gold, at least for the first couple of weeks. 
And gold, it's a choking hazard for babies. <laughs> yeah. I brought you a lot of small, little, tiny oh. bits of gold. I'm going to yeah. hand them straight Unless, to the baby. No! Unless it was just like large, like, is it bullions of gold? I've never mm. considered what form the gold is in, actually, when they've, <laughs> when they've given it over. Maybe it was just like a speck of gold. And that's why the frankincense and myrrh seem mm, worse. But it, it was just like, they were just like, I yeah. it, it was this. a single coin. It was like, ah, uh, yeah. I bought a present. Two, uh, yeah. this gold for the child. Yes, gold a dollar. For the baby. Here you go. Maybe it was um, some great comedy. They oh, bought some like comedy five gold. minutes of comedy gold and did some jokes. Like they, they forgot to bring something, but they were like, yeah, I brought you a um, some good gags. Good tight five. <laughs> See, you would think, now everyone listening to this thinks that, you know, we're coming up with all this on the spot, but no, these are the extra details that we did get from Jesus on the 24th when yeah. he came back. He was like, let me clear up some things. He just did a tight five. He didn't give me money. I was a baby. That tradition has been carried on, actually. It's uh, the bonbons at Christmas, those jokes inside. That was actually some of his <laughs> Yeah, material. the little Christmas yeah. cracker jokes. Yeah. Those yeah. that they've yeah. divvied it up over the years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's why there's a crown in there. Because what are they three kings? <gasps> there were the three kings. Oh, my mm. God. We've cracked the case of Christmas <laughs> yeah, crackers. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get a crown so you can pretend to be Balthazar or, or Melchior, Melchior or whichever the one. Other one. And you turn up and you say, let me give you five minutes of comedy gold. What do you call? a deer with no eyes <laughs> no idea can I uh, well I feel like this is a good segue I have called this room no idea okay good oh, All right. wow. well, we've got to the start of the room um, now usually we ask our guests some questions about escape rooms and tabletop role playing so I guess we'll do that Paul it's been a while since you've been on the show what is your escape room experience any updates since you were last on I've done a lot of physical escape rooms Actually, I did a really cool one recently in Paris. Mm. I think it was called Bored Alive, the Live Thriller, I believe. And I was with my girlfriend and it was like it went multiple locations across this area of the city. And you were like, you were solving a crime. And so it started and it was like, you went to it, you met at an intersection and this man came and then he like led you to a um, detective's office and then you learned the case and it like went to, anyway. Really worth doing whatever that is in Paris. Uh, And uh, Nelson, do you have any new escape room experience? Uh, My newest one was super disappointing. (laughs) Lovely. It was themed as a Harry Potter, but not Harry Potter for legal reasons. Uh, The Wizard School escape room. It was called Wizard's Den, actually. There you are, there you are. And it was actually a sort of a cocktail making thing. But ah, okay. also there was an escape room element mm. in that there were like puzzles around the room and then you and that would lead you to like a little chest in the corner and there was a little vial of something. They obviously came up with this concept and they threw it in the corner of their mini golf uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> entertainment yeah. complex that they had. So they just sort of tacked this idea on and it was it was weird it was kind of so lame and cheesy that in the end we had fun but I'm not sure if I recommend it but it, it was <laughs> okay true. yeah yeah it was a bit bit unique Why are escape rooms so popular as attack on 
it's a big thing. I, People want to do an escape room, but they really don't want to change any of the stuff they mm. already have. We Honestly, we've been in some cases like on the other end of this a little bit where people have like asked us like, oh, hey, I've got this event. Can you yes. just like chuck an escape room in there? It's like, uh, what do you want? Yeah, it's out in like two weeks. I don't know just if that's how that works. Throw a little but... escape room in there. Like, okay, what's going on? So I think sometimes people just like, like it's a cool thing. Escape rooms are cool. So sometimes you want to just throw them in. It's like, yeah, and then like do escape room. And it's not like, but they're clearly... They feel like an add-on, right? You need to, you want to build it from the ground up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I think it's because it's a cheap, I've, I've spoken to somebody, I used to work for a company and they were like, uh, we want to get more money. How do we do that? <laughs> and the idea of like just building a, a sort of crappy little uh, escape room in the corner came up as mm. an idea because they're like, yeah, we got the space. We'll just put it there. Yeah, chuck it in like, there. Not, yeah. not how it works. <laughs> Uh, well, then the other element of this show is it's escape rooms mixed with sort of tabletop role-playing dynamics. So going the other way around, Nelson, what is your tabletop role-playing experience? I've been one of those uh, forever DMs uh, mm-hmm. for a while. But, uh, so, I, yeah, which I really enjoy. I, I love doing the, the, you know, creating the puzzles for people and the interesting story hooks and whatnot. But I recently had to quit because one session I took I, it took me eight hours to prep and <laughs> and we ended up playing for like an hour. And Ooh. I was like, this, I'm starting to. <laughs> this is a job now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this is starting to become a burden. So I was like, I'm just going to uh, relax on this for a little while. But no, I otherwise really uh, enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons and, and playing and watching all that. So yes, that, that's my experience. And uh, Paul, what is your tabletop role-playing experience? I got into Dungeons & Dragons a few, like years ago. I didn't know what it was. I thought we were just playing a one-off board game for the night. So I went mm. along because a friend was like, come along. And then I played it for quite a while. And then eventually I just was kind of traveling too much. So I kind of fell out of that that group. But then for a while we also did, me and some friends, we did like a podcast called... What a deep mountain high where we were just kind of playing Dungeons and Dragons and would sometimes do it live. But yeah, that's that's about it for me. And because I'm just dragging out this intro forever, it's Christmas. It's our Christmas room. Um, uh, what is your Christmas experience? What is experience? your Christmas experience? Paul, do you have any do you have any <laughs> Christmas experience? I have done a lot of Christmases um, nice. in my time. Since I was a, like born. I'd say yeah. once a year I'd I'd do a Christmas. Ooh-hoo. Here's the interesting thing, though. I'm actually uh, converting to Judaism at the moment. Um, my partner's Jewish, and oh. Jewish people don't really do Christmas. So no, not a big uh, one. So yeah, so am I, I'm kind of phasing out Christmas. I did not expect to have to deal with the pressure of this room being somebody's possible last Christmas. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> if you make it really bad, you have to make the Christmas terrible. <laughs> And then there'll be no regrets. But oh my god! Oh, glad it's, glad it's the last one of those. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> God. Good riddance. I have to say, if I were converting to Judaism, I probably wouldn't change my name to Christmas Paul Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> that would be maybe a, something I'd avoid. It was a bold choice, but I mean, it's on the documents now. You know, I yeah, signed you the can't change it so. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nelson. What is uh, your Why Christmas experience? Uh, my Christmas experience was ruined when I found out uh, that a certain somebody didn't exist um, all along. So it's okay. Uh, we're retconning that today. 
I've uh, oh, okay, good, yeah, yeah. I, I've I feel like it's a real stab in the heart every Christmas. I, it's brought up to me again. Um, I remember crying my eyes out at like you know sixteen, seventeen, whenever I found out something like that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just never, Christmas has never been the same. So terrible time of year, if you ask me. Why have we got you people here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Danny, I think it's uh, time to, to whisk us away. My turn to talk. Into a world of Christmas cheer. Or something like it. Or something like it. Normally, you two, well, you one, I should say, normally you spend Christmas Eve quietly alone, listening to the happy noises of your closest neighbours until they all go out for the night. You hover by your door, just in case someone by some chance wants you around. But no one ever does. That's a normal Christmas Eve. But this Christmas Eve is not normal. You've never seen a fog like the one that rolled in this evening. It stretches as far as the eye can see in all directions, even up and down. You overhear conversations, complaints, worries. Oh, nobody can see. Oh, what if they can't go out tonight? Oh, how will they ever get around? And you know that this is your moment to shine because you, with your glowing red nose that has kept you ostracized from everyone around you, it can pierce the fog and get tonight's present delivery done. The problem is, you cannot get anybody, any of the others, to listen to you. You've never been allowed in the quarters of Santa himself, because to get there, you have to pass through the reindeer dormitory, and the other reindeer never let you in, and you sleep in the barn. <laughs> Look, if this were just a problem about the other deer, you know what, you'd consider letting them panic, but... <sighs> You can't disappoint all the human children out there by not letting them get Christmas presents. So, you know what? You have to get to Santa and tell him that you and your nose can save Christmas. Most of the other reindeer are already having tea with Santa discussing this problem, but as you approach the deer dormitory, you spot a familiar figure bouncing by the door. That's Cupid, one of the other deer. She's, she's okay. She's not great, but she's not one of the really nasty ones. She's just a bit of a snob. So you trot up alongside her, and she gives you a look. Oh, oh, sorry. You looked at me like I had to voice Cupid. No, I'm just giving you a look. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> you don't want me to voice Cupid like this? Hello, I'm Cupid. That's not what Cupid sounds oh, sorry. like. Hey, it's me, Cupid. Is that better? Yep, yeah, spot on. <sighs> All right, you just do that voice. You want to you do Cupid's lines? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> What are you doing here? This is for sleigh pullers only. We're the only ones who know the... the super secret passwords. You happen to notice she looks a little bit stressed, so you tilt your head inquisitively. And the longer you look at her, the more nervous she seems to get. Until eventually, she stamps her foot. Okay, so I can't remember the first password. It's not my fault. I can't remember the rules of the guessing games. And I'm up to my last guess. If I fail, I'll be locked out, like you. Ugh, she gives a little shudder. Look, I know this is totally against the rules, but if you want to look at the password game, I can't stop you. You hold in a little gasp. You have never been invited to join in any reindeer games before. <laughs> and you hear there are a lot of them. Reindeer love word puzzles. So you think of all those hopeful children everywhere else in the world? And you take a look at this puzzle that is keeping the deer dormitory locked. And you're going to get a picture of this puzzle. Uh, yes, for people at home, you can see an image of this puzzle. Uh, but I've, I've put it here in the chat. 
And as you're looking at it. It's definitely something Christmassy, but it isn't my name, so I'm stumped. Yeah, that's how Cupid views the world. Uh, Paul, would you like to describe what we're looking at? It is a daredle, and it seems a, a similar format to the popular game Wordle. But we have one more guess, and we currently have an S locked. It's a five-letter word that ends with an S and has an L and an E in it. Deirdre, much crueler than Wordle. You only get three guesses. Mm, and the first guess was the name Cupid, which had no letters correct. What a waste of a guess, mm. Cupid. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Oh, so ends in an S. Oh, okay. Ends in an S. It could be mm. Bells. Is uh, That's not my guess. <laughs> B-E-L-L-S. That's a that's a that's a possibility. What Ooh, other words? That's pretty good. Uh, um, it is Christmassy. It is Christmassy. Yes. Is there something else even more Christmassy? Mm. Um, eggnog trees. Um, Presents. <laughs> yeah. Sleigh. No. A turkey. <laughs> Um, what's the, what's the, uh, a, um, like the sock, a stocking, (laughs) Christmas stocking or a Christmas sock as they're more commonly known. They do call down here in the (laughs) Antipodean Christmas. We love calling them good old Christmas socks. (laughs) Bells is still winning for me in terms of being the only one of those words that fits. Now I can only think of bells. That's the problem. Sorry, I said it. I I opened with it, and then well, it's maybe hard to see anything look, else. maybe it's not a problem. But we've only got one more guess. Wait, yeah, is it that Cupid only has one more guess? But we can Rudolph, guess three. We've got three technically. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I suppose if you want to see what happens when you fail, you can just put poopy in there or something, and or see you what can happens. try and guess bells. <laughs> okay. Well, we could we give be- we could give bells to her, then kind of step back and be like, "We're not involved in this case." <laughs> in case the door and explodes. then if it's wrong, then we'll be like, t- "Our turn to step up." Perfect. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's probably better because then, if there's a limited size of the group, we're getting sort of one kicked out to make room for us. If anything, I think. Yeah. This is yeah. good thinking. This yeah, we should suggest works. something really bad now. We'll be like xylophone <laughs> and she'll be like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what are you putting in? Let's put bells. All right, you go for bells. I don't like the tone you're giving, Danny. <laughs> Believe in yourself. But then she seemed pretty keen for us to go with bells. Um, what is this? Okay, what is this, uh, this atmosphere just, of I, mistrust? That I don't like this escape this podcast created. meta yeah. that we're yeah, playing yeah. with here. Bells, I'm putting it in. I'm, the door opens. <laughs> yeah. A uh, doorbell. Paul, I told you it was bells. I, I mean, we always knew, we always knew, we had no doubts. I think it's yeah. a self-esteem issue is where I'm putting that. The answer's bells. Well, I couldn't possibly be right. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> now, you know what? This is ever, this is the same thing on the real wordle is you get to, if you ever get to your last guess, you're like, I True. need to think about this for forever. It could be several things mm. and uh, yes. I need to take my time, you know? Yeah. So if they, uh, it would have been better if I'd given you one, like an extra space of guesses. 
Then yeah, you would have said it immediately. Like, yeah, bells, chuck it in, whatever. Chuck, yeah. Try bells. Mm. But anyway, the door swings open for you. Cupid gives an excited squeal. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's an excellent sound bite that I would like to put away and treasure forever. <laughs> that's going to become the new, like, Wilhelm scream. That's yes. Gonna, is that what it's called? Every yeah. movie's going to have a... <laughs> <laughs> and she leaps inside, not waiting for you for a moment. And so for the first time ever, you enter the dear dormitory. Much as you'd expect, there are beds in here. Eight of them, two in each corner of this big square room. You have entered through the south door, but at the north end, there is an even bigger, fancier one. Definitely leads to Santa. And yep, that's the door that Cupid has gone straight for. You make your way past a huge obstacle in the centre of the room so you can go with her. Nope. She holds up a hoof, telling you to keep your distance. You absolutely can't come through here. And it's not my rule this time. You have to earn the right to see Santa, just like we all did. You have to earn it in a trial by combat. Yeah, that big obstacle in the middle of the room that you walked around, it's a fighting octagon. You've got to fight the toughest of us all. You've got to fight Dancer. Summon her using her magical Christmas motto, then beat her. That's the only way to get the password. Why? You groan. And Cupid rolls her eyes. She shakes her head, turns to the door and sort of mumbles. Because... But you don't hear if she actually finishes that. Then the big door opens for her and she walks through. And before vanishing, she turns back to you one last time. By the way, don't touch my stuff or anyone's stuff. Weird things happen sometimes if you're touching the wrong thing in here. She goes. You hear the door lock behind her. Oh, great. You're just trying to save the day, but now you're stuck trying to find out a magical motto so you can get into a trial by combat so you can unlock a door. Yeah, this is the Christmas Eve you imagined. I mean... (sighs) Trial by combat on Christmas sounds like a, a, a tradition I can get behind, I think. Obviously, uh, I think we should go around touching stuff because that sounds yeah, like a lot of fun. I agree. Yeah. Eight beds, eight lots of stuff to touch. Uh, let, let's check out the uh, beds in the southeastern corner. One of the beds down here is neat and orderly. It's got the faintest imprint of a reindeer head on the pillow. Oh, so cute. There is a small object sitting on it. You look closer. It's a raw chestnut. Okay. Now the other bed, oh boy, it is nothing like the other bed, nothing like any of the other beds in the room. This other one is huge. Its sheets are dark and lumpy. The bedposts are gnarled like they're trying to grab whoever's sleeping in it. This is a scary bed. Dare you say this is an alpha deer's bed. (laughs) Anything under either of those beds while we're here? The chestnut one, no, not at all, but you inspect the big bed a little bit more closely, ruffle it up a bit, because something tells you it's a little bit suspicious. You circle around, and on the other side of it, you see some things dangling from the corner of the bedpost to the floor. They are four pieces of paper, roughly rectangular, the size of small posters. You think that you can see tiny hints of words written on them, but it's impossible to know for sure, because all four of them are coated, absolutely completely covered, in glitter. 
And not normal glitter. If it's possible to imagine ominous glitter, yes, you found it. And it is stuck on tight. You try to give it a bit of a scratch with your hoof, no luck. Not a single speck comes off. It's quite peculiar. And we can't make out the words on the on the paper? Not at all. Okay. Bummer. Well, on to the next beds. Yes. Where, up to you, Paul. Where would you like to go? I'd like to go to the northeast corner. Mm. Rebel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These two beds, also very nice and neat. And they each have a small something sitting on them. One of them has a little wrapped up mint lolly. And the other one has a little wrapped chocolate. Yum. That's my favorite corner so far. Well, should we should we check under the beds this, for these two as well? These ones have nothing extra hidden about them. Okay. In fact, I don't think any of the beds have anything like hidden underneath them or anything like that. I'll give you everything you need to for them. Mm, but you were so untrustworthy about that first puzzle with the bells and stuff. I don't know if I, <laughs> I haven't gained your trust back yet. So, well, let's just go to the next bit across the other side of the room. North. No, you know what? I'm going to go southwest just for, yeah, for, no. for crazy, crazy pattern. Yeah. You're making me jump all over my notes here. Uh, the two beds down in the southwest also nice, neat, nothing hidden about them. Also have a small thing sitting on each one. Something that you don't see that often given as a Christmas present. Each of these beds has a different lottery ticket on them. And not like a scratchy, which is a bit more sensible. These ones are full on lottery tickets. And there's an image of those. Uh, so here is the first of the two lottery tickets. If, uh, Nelson, you'd like to describe this to the viewers at home, who can see it in the show notes below still. This one is titled Lottery D. In the top left corner, there's a barcode. Uh, and then there are 11. No, wait, did I count it right? Yeah, yes. So. 11 numbers. There are some that are different colours. So we've got like a three pink, a one white, a five yellow, another five green, two orange, three blue, four blue, three red, four red, two blue, four white. And the second one, uh, Paul, you can describe for the listeners at home. This ticket uh, says Lottery C in the top right corner, has a barcode again next to that. And it has only seven numbers, and this time none of the numbers are coloured, and the numbers are 12, 8, 15, and then in the bottom row, 3, 20, 27, 22. And a red stripe down the side. I don't know if that's Oh, yes, red stripe. Paul, do you think we can solve either of these things straight up? I almost think just quickly look at the last bed first. I'm a kind of a gather (gasps) gather everything. We do. Sorry, I just remembered. Uh, something which is you always got to check the doors as well. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. These Should rooms. We just... Checking the door. We'll check the last beds first. But I always sure? just open you sure you the, don't want to the leave them room. dangling? They're probably yeah. not important. Yeah. Everybody always forgets. I almost did. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Let's go to the, the last set of beds. Also, just as we go to these beds, I would like to go to yeah, to them in a counterclockwise sort of direction, just for a bit of fun. So you're, you're, you're in right the bottom right left beds sure. and you're going to go to the bottom right, top right. Yeah, bottom. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Just in case that opens a secret door. Also, as know. a reindeer, it's important to stay fit for Christmas. Like, So we're, <laughs> we've got to get our steps in. Yeah. All right, the bed's in the northwest corner. Nice, neat, 
nothing fancy. Also, two little reindeer head imprints. Uh, each of these ones has a Christmas sock hung up at the end. <laughs> it's apparently the most popular reindeer get presents. Let's take a gander at those yeah. uh, in those socks. Absolutely. Which one would you like to look at? The one on the left or the one on the right? Left. You rifle through the left stocking. You have to go pretty deep before you find something. It's a neatly folded piece of paper. It looks a bit like a Christmas wish list, so Santa hasn't gotten to this one just yet. Uh, and again, this is an image-heavy Christmas room, so there is a link to this in the chat. Uh, so uh, I believe, Nelson, it's your turn. Would you like to read out this wish list yes. to the people? In a heart? childlike reindeer voice. Dear Santa, I only want two things for Christmas this year. The first one, it's a Jody Pickled book, but I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's that word. It means being nice and forgiving. It's the name of a healer in the game Overwatch, but also the name of a game where you hurt the other person until they give up. Oh, and I think it's important in a Shakespeare speech. The Porsche one from Merchant of Venice. Sorry, I can't remember so well. <laughs> the second one is way easier. Candy, but not mint. Dancer won't let us have mints, so we have to sneak them. I don't know why. She loves the taste of mint, but really doesn't like the ones we always get and won't say why. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dame Edna. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to write just at the top. So Dancer probably has the mint lolly on their bed in the in the northeast. Why do you think that? Because, oh, they had to sneak them. No, but that was just on the pillow, right? The mint lolly? Yeah, it was just sitting on the bed. Just sitting on the bed. So I'm going to guess that that's Dancer's bed at the why, moment. Which why might would that make it Dancer's bed? This is, is it, Dancer won't let us have mint, so we have to sing Don't know why. She is loves the taste publicly... of mint. See, yeah, she loves the mm. taste, but hates the mints that they always get for some reason. Doesn't like the ones we always get. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because my first thought was the, the mint was not Dancer, but you have a point that if it's publicly on the bed, it doesn't seem like they're hiding the They're mint. not hiding it. And so it's like, Candy, that was just one. Anyway. Dancer one. Hmm. Something about that mint lolly and dancer is connected. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This, this, the, all these clues. I've never played Overwatch. Yeah. I don't know the game where you hurt other people until they give up. Yeah, this My will be a was... fun one to try to figure out how universal that is. <laughs> yes. Is it called torture? Is that a thing? That's not. That's, that's, that's not a, that's that's not a game, a, Paul. That is a thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's when you hurt someone, but it's not a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's right. Yeah. Oh, and I think it's important. Shakespeare speech. I am not that familiar with the merchant. Of so, Venice. oh yes, yes. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know what the word is? Yes. I've only just realised. I do not know. And it actually Ooh. took me to the Overwatch character, which I don't really play. But it's it mercy. Means being. Mercy, being nice and forgiving. That's the mercy. clue I should have focused yeah. on. <laughs> Torture. Yeah, okay. Mer um, yeah, mercy. Have you ever played Mercy? It Paul? sounds kind it sounds vaguely familiar. I don't think I've played it, but I feel like I've I believe I've uh, as a as a child, Mercy was when uh if you can give oh, me your hand God. you would do this and then you'd try and like bend their fingers back until they yeah. until they go yeah. ha, 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 Mercy. Until, until Mercy. it's weird yeah. because actually in, in my childhood it was um a bit different. It was trial by combat and um, ah, of course. only until somebody said Mercy would you uh then 
they give up. So, yeah. But you're from Melbourne, we- so you probably played like Tiggy at school instead of <laughs> Tag or It or whatever. <laughs> Our version in New Zealand was we just called Knife Fights. You just get, you'd get a knife and, and it would just be sort of a fight. Yeah, you the throw dead. the two knives in a ring and then they fight each other and whichever <laughs> yeah, knife wins. Yeah, yeah. It's like Beyblades. You, you bet on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, now, as soon as you say the word mercy aloud while touching this wish list, you hear a strange sort of whooshing noise coming from the southeastern part of the room from that big bed. Ooh. Wow. So getting your steps in, quickly rush over, take a look. Bizarrely, one of those pieces of poster paper, all of the glitter has poured off it onto the floor. Like like magic, it's just not stuck on anymore. And you can see that that piece of paper has the word mercy written in big letters on it. Mm. Feels like you might have uncovered some of this dear dormitory magic. Mm. Okay, mercy. So we've got one. We need to uncover those other three bits of glittery paper. Looks like it. I think. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay should we check- I think yep. just while we're walking around the room, we'll just say random words just to yeah. like increase our odds of hitting one of those words that will magically yeah. appear. Just like mistletoe and uh, feet and pickles. Oh, no, your feet turn into oh. mistletoe. Uh, no. What are you doing messing with all this deer magic? Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Now, that was a very interesting stocking, so I will let you say there was still the other stocking, so that you don't forget about that yes. one. Yes, okay, well, I guess we'll head over we'll, and we'll, have a look we'll at that one. Yeah. Great, right back over. You don't have to reach quite as far into this one because there's something kind of bulky in there. There is a book. It's a colouring book, and you're going to see a few pages of this colouring book. It's got little numbers sort of scattered over it. Maybe it's to help the kids or reindeer. Colour things in the right order or something. It's a little bit paint by numbers, but not really. So you're going to see a few pages of colouring book show up. Yes, so this is uh, the first page of the colouring book, if one of you would like to describe that for our viewers at home. I think and it's by Paul's viewers, turn. I mean listeners. Oh, it's Paul's turn. Paul, you have to describe this book. Okay, so it's a, it's a drawing of what I'm guessing is a teacher standing in front of a blackboard or a whiteboard probably a blackboard, drawing, writing something with chalk. And there's a big clock up in the top left corner uh, with Roman numerals. Looks like one to 12, three hands. And the teacher, presumably the teacher, has a speech bubble. And that's kind of it. And there's numbers like a paint by number situation. All right, you flip the page over to page two. Uh, and uh, Nelson, you can describe that for the people at home. It's also in the... Yeah, so this next one is almost like a, a, a cartoon, three three different boxes. There's a lady looking up at the clock in all three images. And the clock is first saying like five to nine, then nine, then five past nine. And she's happy in the first two frames and shocked or sad in the last frame. And the, there's numbers 13, 14, and 15 in each corresponding cell. And then uh, the bottom half of this image is a sum, 9 minus 8 equals 1. And there are, again, numbers inside, uh, like the colouring by numbers thing. 19, 16, 17, 18, 20. Lovely. And there is a final page... 
if Paul would like to read that out for everybody. And by read, I mean describe. I feel like I left some key details off that first page, so this one I'm going to really nail. There's <laughs> um, a main square up the top, and it has some shapes, again, with the numbers in it, like a paint-by-numbers. It has a uh, moon, a crescent moon, um, two stars with 29, 23, then like a kind of maybe an asteroid or shooting through this, the sky, with 22, and then a bat, um, 21. And then the, down below, it's almost like a little comic strip, and it has... A person smiling with an arrow going towards a flower in the number 28. Then the person is pointing at the flower, 27. Then they're presumably sniffing the scent of the flower, 25. And finally, number 24, they are eating the flower. And they look pretty happy in all of them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. True. Yes. Okay. Well, so I'm thinking we do, from the lottery tickets... We do have colors. Mm. Three, it has pink, but then five has multiple colors. So one five is yellow, one is green. Oh, yeah. Um, and oh, there's yes. a, a red three and a blue three. Oh, yes. that's uh... And a pink three, actually. <laughs> mm. Do you think they're related? I almost think the lotto tickets are their own thing, and then this is another thing. Okay. Maybe. Yes. Okay. I don't know for sure. There's also the the board that the teacher is drawing on. It has some words, which we yes. obviously can't see the full phrase because the board is cut off halfway. It's saying go, and then that continues, obviously, and then more, do, M-O-R, and then that probably continues as well. Do we know the names of the other reindeer? I know some of them. Uh, Gonads, I think, is one, and <laughs> uh, Morbles, so... <laughs> Yeah, Dasher and Dancer and Gonads mm. and Morbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taste. Okay, so the last one's a senses, right? Let's talk about senses in mm. with the with the flower. Yeah. They're looking, touching, smelling, tasting. Eating. That's true. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, true. Eating the famous sense. <laughs> Eating, yes. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I think I know. I think I know. I think so. The numbers. I was convinced that it's like a colouring by numbers thing. Mm. But it's not. It's just that we have to start at the number one. one. Yeah. And I reckon like maybe the first letter of every thing, it that's, might we might end up making a word. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So like TNT TNT. Twelve nine. Twelve oh wait. That's a four. I was thinking 20 seconds. I guess it could be 20 seconds. Oh, right. Um, T, T, N, or unless it's X, I, unless because it, it is, why is it Roman numerals? Oh, really? yeah, Roman numerals. But maybe, no, it's Roman numerals so we don't get it confused with the numbers. That was exactly why I did uh, Roman numerals there. Yes. Uh, okay. So, if it, what, so it would probably be 12. T, N, T, N. And it's already not a promising start. Okay. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But but then maybe it's minute and hours. Oh, MH is mm-hmm. even worse, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. word. Look, <laughs> you're right. There is an awful lot going on in this coloring book, so there probably is 
something that can, like something else that can direct you a bit that, better. That can, like yeah. like you can... tried to do with the colored lottery ticket, but the colored lottery ticket didn't really seem helpful. Okay. Well, should we check anywhere else in the room? Should we? Still a couple of things. Oh yes, I suppose we should check the doors and stuff. Right? Yeah. Uh, so which door would you like? Sorry. Let's get the the one we came through, maybe. All right, you go back to the south. The inside of this door doesn't have any locks on it, no word puzzles, no other reindeer games. It does, however, look sticky. It's almost like someone's taken a jar of honey and smeared it across bits of it. Whatever caused it, it's completely see-through now, and you can only see the shine coming off it in a few places. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sticky door. Mm. And can we now, on the way up to the north door... We're going to walk straight up and check the ring on our way up to the north door. All right. Straight up check out the octagon first. So this octagon, primed for fighting. As you climb up into it, you notice its surface is springy. The ropes around the side are taut. As Billy pointed out, octagons usually have a cage. This one does not. This one's got ropes. Sure. But anyway, uh, uh, there's something in the middle that looks like it would get a bit in the way. Uh, There's a huge Christmas cracker. So uh, that's a bit curious. You hop down the other side and you take a look at the outside of the octagon. The exterior has been very personalized. Each outer side bears the name of one sleigh-pulling reindeer in large electric lights. Mm -hmm. Each name and each of the lights that make up the name is a different color. Each reindeer gets its own color. Wow. Okay, we got some colors. Can we get those? Absolutely. So now let's get into this. How well do you know your reindeer names? Oh no, gonads. We had gonads yeah, not on here. Actually, those, those mm. they must be from a different tradition. Yeah, yeah right. I think so. Um, Dancer, Prancer, Cupid, Blitzen, Blitzen. Uh, Schmitzen. Mm, no Schmitzen. Mm. Um, okay, Donna, Donna, Donna is there. Donna, wow. I'm missing three. You have Dancer, Prancer, Cupid, Donna, and Blitzen. Blitzen. You are missing three reindeer. Well, is our name on there, Rudolph? No. no. We're not we're not sleeping yet. Yeah, true. Cupid and Stupid is they a few of them rhyme, right? <laughs> is it just Dancer and Prancer that, that rhyme? Yeah, or maybe, are they more maybe. rhymers? Blitzen well, there's, there's and Vixen? one that's yes. Vixen, Vixen is there. Vixen, yes, good one. Yeah, Vixen's. There are two more. One starts with D and one starts with C. A comet. Nice. Comet. And David. The, and David is correct. David the reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And we've got da- we've got dancer, right? Dancer, yeah. prancer, Dixon, da- Mason, Mason, it's and actually, Dixon. By the standard uh, reindeer song, the one that you are missing is the one whose name goes first. Uh. <laughs> Etc. But who's um, the first one? Oh, Dasher? Do we say da- Dasher? Dasher. 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 Uh, Dasher. Wow. You got I mean, all. the most famous reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a fun one trying to guess which one is going to be the least popular. Mm. Like when mm. you're playing mm. Pointless or Family Feud. True. So, yes. Uh, there is Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen and Comet and Cupid and Donna and Blitzen. And oh, I believe. And it is not for you, for you weirdos at home saying Donda and Blixen. That's those, fine too. Those are fine Just too, but they're not written go with on the stage. And that's not how these guys you identify. Christmas heads. You love the alternate names for reindeer. 
They were they and were right in the middle of an email, an angry email. They're to typing. So they're, they're mid. They're mid tweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Billy, I believe, just for convenience sake, you have a list of the light colours for these reindeer names yes. as well. Yes, so if you'd like to know what colour these reindeers are, yes, because they're all lit up in different colours, their names, the, yes. The, yes. the sort of electric lights that represent their names, Dasher is red. I was going to guess that. Yep. Dancer is yellow. Prancer is green. Vixen is pink. Comet is blue. Cupid is purple. Donna is orange. And Blitzen is white. Okay, so we've got some colours that match our lottery tickets now. Yeah. Could we be spelling something else? So we've actually got like V. I'm just going to, I'm looking at the lottery ticket and I'm going to, in the colour order... I'm just going to put the first letter of each reindeer that matches the color and see if we can come up with a word. Maybe. Oh, no, but then there's the numbers. So it's like the third letter. Okay. Pink. Yeah. 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 The Vixen is V I X. So it starts with X. It's going to be like Xmas or something, right? Maybe. Okay. Oh, no. Blitzen B. X B. Yellow. B. That's a good one. E. And then we got green, prancer, five, eight, and C, book. Okay, it's starting to look good now. Because, okay. And then mm. blue, three, it was a bit comet M, become. Okay. And then another blue, four, E, yes, become. Okay, X, become. And then red, dasher, three, S. Four for red, H, two blue, O, and four white, T. Become shot. Or it becomes, becomes hot. hot. <laughs> yes. X becomes X hot. X becomes hot. <laughs> X becomes hot. Okay, so we obviously, there will need to be an, there's an, gonna be an X somewhere. I feel like that's not helping us right now, right? Do we have, do we know an X? Yeah. Yeah. Do you Have know you, an X? Is there an X somewhere? There's a Christmas cracker. Can we get, can we check out that that out? You can. This is easily the biggest Christmas cracker you've ever seen. The body is as thick as your neck, and even the flimsy bits at the end are wide enough that you could barely get one of them in your mouth. You don't have hands, so that's how you have to do Christmas crackers. It's decorated in a pretty standard traditional way, though. It gives nothing away about what's inside it. Should we? Can uh, we pull it? Yeah. You grab one end in your teeth and you try to, hold on, you try to maneuver yourself and step on the other. Okay, no, this is not working. It's really awkward. This thing is too big. It's unwieldy. And your body just doesn't bend that way. It is very much designed for two. Wow. Mm. Okay. Should we go check out the other door? Yeah, yeah. Let's check out the other door. Yeah. X, another X. The door in the north, it's big, it's ornate, very clearly the way to Santa. The magical lock that Cupid unlocked has very much relocked itself. You take a look, it's a funny looking thing. It's shaped like a man's head. Eyes closed, mouth open, in a good way. He's laughing, he's not screaming, I promise. And 
you can't really see any manual inputs, which is good. Again, you don't have hands. It looks like maybe it's a spoken word lock. She uh, said it looked like we saw an X recently, I thought. Extremely recently. Was in the octagon, was it then? It must have been. Mm. Yeah. Oh, one of the names? Vixen. The, 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 the hot... The hotten. <laughs> I did the same. It sounds like it must have been something in German. Vixen. Wie Horten? Oh, Wie Horten. Oh, no, Wie Horten. Wie, um... The well, names can, can are written in lights. in lights, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, let's go check. Can we, uh, let's inspect the X on the Vixen then. You inspect it, you press your leg up against it, and oh boy, yes, it is not lying. That X, red hot. It is steaming a little bit, in fact. Wow. The other letters, they, they've all got good temperature control. This one, not so much. Okay, what what here could like use heat? Mm. What could use heat? Oh, there's a raw chestnut. We could cook the chestnut. Yeah, I like that. Did find a chestnut. I like that. Let's. Uh, I mean, because I was gonna eat that bad boy anyway, but mm. I just prefer for it to be roasted. Well, also the, that that leans into the the senses, the smelling the flower, maybe in the coloring book. Oh. Like maybe we look I, at the chestnut, we smell the chestnut, <laughs> we touch the chestnut. Now, eat, perhaps. <laughs> you place the chestnut on top of that very hot X and you wait and you watch it gently swells as it heats up and pretty soon you hear a little crackle as its skin breaks and you figure that must mean it's done. When you go to pick it up, the outer skin peels off in one smooth sheet that falls lazily to the floor and you eat that chestnut. It's pretty great. And then you go to pick up your mess, as of course you would, and you notice something odd. There's something written on the inside of this chestnut's fallen skin. Ooh. I personally would like to read what it says. This makes sense. So you have to peer down. The writing is quite small. Your nose presses right up against the chestnut's skin as you read it. And you see and say aloud, Christmas. As you say that aloud while touching this chestnut, you hear... A whooshing sound come from the big bed in the southeast. How had we not said the word Christmas? It was pretty embarrassing. Oh my god. Mm. I told you we were meant to just say stuff as we're walking around yeah. the room. We yeah, would have yeah. got I, to Christmas really fast if we had a But while like, touching the chestnut. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, let's uh, check out what the, the whoosh revealed. You head back down, and exactly the same as the first time, all of the glitter has fallen off into a little pile uh, of one of those pieces of paper, revealing this time the word Christmas. You think you're getting the hang of this. So we have mercy and Christmas on a bit of mm. paper. Okay. Mm. And a, and a double-sized pile of glitter. Yes. I just remembered about the mint and <laughs> dancers mint. That Are they wrapped as well? Yeah, they have wrappers on them. Yeah, okay. We'll we'll unwrap and potentially eat if looks edible. No problem. Which one would you like first? Which which is better to start with, chocolate or mint? I think mint mint is like a after, you know, like an after dinner. That's a cleanser right at the end. So I think Mm. we should do the chocolate one first. But then maybe you need to get the chestnut taste out of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, Mm. and then have the, oh, you're right. You know what? It doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. No, it does matter. It does. (laughs) Guys, it's Christmas. Everything has to be perfect. I think I would rather go chestnut to chocolate to mint if I was eat. I would still always finish with a mint, personally. Mm. All okay. right. And Paul does eat all of his meals alphabetically. So you pick up that chocolate and deftly, using your teeth and hooves, you get it out of its wrapper and you eat it. It's pretty good, bit melted, but not so melted that it's ruined the wrapper. 
which is a very good thing because you happen to notice this brand of chocolate puts trivia questions on their wrappers. And right. this one has three who like am I questions. Tales. No, it's not like fantails at all. Shut up. It's like, it's like uh, a d completely different thing. So we have a couple of questions on here just for fun. One, question one. Who am I? Born Andre Young in California, USA, I went on to become a renowned hip-hop artist and gangster rapper, as well as the CEO of Aftermath Entertainment and Beats Electronics. I am Doctor Who? Doctor Dre. Well done. Question two. Who am I? I was a brilliant, mad scientist specialising in radiation. I found employment at the criminal organisation Spectre and set out to kill James Bond when he infiltrated my island. Sadly, in an explosive fight, I fell into a boiling vat of coolant and perished. With a film named after me, I am Doctor Who. No. no. Well done. Drano. And finally, They're question three. Who am I? Known once as the Timeless Child, I originated on the doomed planet Gallifrey and now spend my days travelling space and time with a variety of human companions. Despite having many faces, I am always known as... The Doctor. Doctor Who. Yeah, it's the Doctor. Doctor. His it's name's not Doctor, Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I you just made it. so many Doctor Who fans angry. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, so, so the show's called Doctor Who, but he's just called the Doctor. Yes. Yeah. And people wow. say, Doctor Who. His, 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 his catchphrase should be, um, he should go, they're like, who are you? And he's like, Doctor. And they're like, Doctor Who? And he goes, exactly. But then, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that is, wouldn't be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. almost exactly what happens, except he doesn't say He should, exactly. he should go up and say, who, they say, who are you? And he say, the Doctor. And they say, Doctor Who? And he says, Doctor, you glad I didn't say banana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we've got okay, the so doctor, doctor Dr. Dre, Doctor No. Yes. Um, yeah, can we just say the word doctor? Doctor. Ah, oh, sadly, nothing seems to happen. But yeah, you did get your answers of Dre, No, and the doctor. So maybe it was just for Christmas fun. Maybe it's irrelevant. Maybe let's check out the mint as well, just in case they're related, you think, possibly? Yeah, yeah. Know. Same corner, surely. Yeah, yeah, you're here. You pull off the mint wrapper, the mint, totally normal. So you take a look at the wrapper, just in case, like the chocolate, that's what's interesting. You haven't had one of these mints in so long, you're pretty nostalgic for it, really. And you'd forgotten that the wrappers have funny little stick figure comics on them. Minties. No. They're mintish. Do you guys have minties in Australia? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I thought maybe that was an easy one. And this wrapper looks nothing like a minty wrapper. It looks okay. exactly like a minty wrapper. Mm, yes. Uh, uh, Nelson, would you like to describe this mint wrapper? Okay, Ooh. there is an image of a ghost who's like sweating a little bit. He's like, oh no. And then a little man who's upset and pointing towards a sign that says November 1st. And then down the bottom it says, boo, oops. <laughs> so it's a ghost that's late for Halloween, basically. Moments like these, you need mm -hmm. generic mint lollies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boo, oops. Okay. They both look kind of unhappy. Like, the ghost is kind of sweating. He's pretty yeah, dismayed. Yeah, he, he didn't want to be he's late. He's like, damn it, I missed, I missed Halloween. And the human yeah. is just disappointed in him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It's November 1st. So we've got things that we haven't solved. We've got another lottery ticket. 
We could try and connect that to the to the drawing, maybe. Yes, because it does go up to those true. numbers. Like twenty seven wasn't in, in that coloring book. No, it wasn't. Yes, it yes, was. Yes, it was. Twenty seven was. was touch. Ooh. So we've got touch. I think it is. It's like it's just it's like um, instruction. So maybe that is a is a T or something. Like do you okay. think? Or or, you, or it's. Or I think it's work. saying. So so you go to the. Um, you go to, I'll the, go to the ticket and you go ticket, and, and then I'll the, yeah okay so the first one is 12 so 12 is I think that's in say. the first I think it's like speak or say because okay. it's the speech bubble okay let's, let's I'm going to say say okay now 8 a chalk chalk piece of chalk or yeah okay okay so let's say sc uh 15 okay it's it's five past nine. It's a woman looking at a clock, and it's kind of five past nine ish, I think. And how does she feel about that? She's not happy. She's she's late, mm. late, late. Okay, S C L. We've got so far. Okay, uh, three, three is the small hand in the on the clock, and it's pointing about. Seemingly about 21 seconds, 20, 21 seconds, um, or four on the clock. Which hand of okay. the clock do you reckon it is? It's, it's, the, it's the seconds hand. hands. So, okay. so maybe so it could be, could be another S, S-C-L-S. Let's keep going with this. All right, 20? Is the number one. Okay, so O. And then uh, 27? 27 is, is touch. Oh, okay. T. Yep. Uh, and then twenty-two. A asteroid or a comet? Comet. Comet is the name of comet. a. Yeah. Comet. Is okay. Okay. I think this is going to be an unscramble the uh, the letters here. So we've got even S with comet lining up. I think it's words, right? It's like touch comet. Um, should we just try and touch the word comet and see what happens? You go over to where the word oh, comet is on the yes. octagon. You touch it. Let's say you feel a bit of magical energy fizzing about in there, mm. but nothing happens. You know when yeah, the then... music starts to swell when they touch the bed knob in bed knobs and broomsticks? That's yes. how it feels. <laughs> you're, okay. you're one of the Late. three touches necessary to make the bed teleport in bed knobs right. and broomsticks. This is a reference I hope Stop everybody under the end of at the home room. understands. Okay, so, so speak short, late second, one touch. Comet. Say the word chalk, wait a second, and then touch comet. I'm going to try that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I say the word chalk, wait one second, then touch comet. It doesn't work. Okay. It feels good, but maybe the order of the words would be a little different if that's what it was. But you are definitely very close. Wait one second. I do the reverse. late, yes. I touch comet. Oh, you're late. Yeah, it is. So touch it and then wait a second and then say then chalk. Say chalk. It's not not quite right. Oh, God. You say chalk late. Say chalk late. Say chocolate. Oh my God. Chocolate. It's chocolate. My next hint was going to be I think you picked an actual, a good accent for, uh, for Cupid to have. Because if you say chocolate, yeah, hey, yeah, it's in yeah. chocolate. <laughs> Again. Yeah. So chocolate. Say chocolate. Second one. Second. S- second. 
Okay, so it was nine take away eight equals one. Answer. Second answer. Say chocolate, second answer, touch comet. Oh, second, a second answer is on the chocolate wrapper. So the second answer was no, chocolate, no, chocolate, to Dr. No, chocolate, chocolate, no. And then I touch comet. <laughs> the word no does it as you are touching the okay. lights uh, that say comet. That's the chocolate uh, second answer. And over yeah. in the corner, same deal oh. again. Glitter okay, so, rushes off. Yeah. Say chocolate, second answer. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I was like, yeah. say chocolate, then the second answer. On the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was a low point for me. Yeah, that was a you real guys, low you point guys will edit that, right? So we, <laughs> so, we get it real snappy. In, in the yeah. play test, Billy got that the chocolate second answer was no. So just tried to put the word no into the middle of this sentence right here. I'd oh, love yeah. It. Yeah, I was I like, love saying no, say, saying, I was thinking, I was like, say no touch comet. I was, and I was walking around no the room touch like, comet. no touch comet, no touch comet. I won't do it. No touch comet. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. So, again, well done. You did it. Third pile of glitter comes off a poster, and the third one, you've got three out of four words and an awful lot of glitter sitting on the floor now. No mercy Christmas. Okay. No mercy Christmas. Sounds about right. Christmas show no mercy. Show. You won't need to guess. Don't worry. No. Okay. But I bet you that's going to be it. <laughs> You've ruined it, Paul. You've ruined it. Unbelievable. Did we solve, did we use the mints kind of yet? No. no you had a look at the really. mint. And all you know about the mint is that apparently Dancer doesn't like this type of a mint. Yes. The word candy and dance, those are the same four first four letters. And she won't say why <laughs> at the oh, end of candy. Oh boy. You don't need to worry okay. too much about the wish list. This now. is next level. I would like to tap out and just like that is actually very cool though. It. Candy <laughs> yeah. dance That's wild doesn't have a why. I like that. That's a cool little connection. Okay, Wait, it's um, a map. It's a map. <laughs> Can we do things like because I want to put this Christmas cracker in something? To then for us to pull on one end, basically, is, is how I'm sort of thinking. I think when we get this fourth word, someone's going to come in and we'll fight them and then pull the... Oh, that's my theory, is we need okay, someone Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Fair enough, I could fair be enough. Wrong. No, that's cool. Okay, so the last puzzle we need then... Mm -hmm. uh, is, okay. this mint, is this mint... Is this mint wrapper? And do we have anything else? Mint wrapper, Christmas cracker, and both and both doors. Yeah, the door had something, some sticky stuff on it. Can we look at that closer or or we've seen everything There's we nothing noticed. much to get out of it just by you, looking. You said it was like a honey sort of... Uh, That's just sort yeah. of what the texture reminds of, you of, yeah. Yes, okay. Can we lick it? I lick the door. Doesn't taste great. It was not honey. Mm, damn it. <laughs> can I sniff it? <laughs> you can. It doesn't smell like honey. You can't really identify it. The stickiness seems to be its only real defining feature. Oh, we have, the, there's like the pieces of paper. Oh, the glitter? Oh, <gasps> glitter on You the have floor. a lot of glitter now. Okay, we pick up oh, the glitter. Yeah, and we, we chuck it on, we chuck it at the, the door and it's going to yes. spell something. Oh my God. Chuck it. Yeah, great. You take great. your enormous amount of glitter, you hurl all of it at the door and every last speck that reaches sticks. And with all of them stuck there, you can see that it is in the shape of a word. You know how this works now. You go over, you touch the door. 
and you say the word that you see. M-E-A-N-S. Means. 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 And with that, you hear that same little whoosh and the last little flecks of glitter fall off that last poster. You have now found all four words from these magic posters. Christmas means no mercy. As soon as you say that, (laughs) not ominous at all, the room rumbles and then boom, a cloud of glitter bursts in the center of the octagon and out from inside it steps Dancer herself, the alpha of alpha deers. She heads the sleigh pullers. She is twice as tall and muscular as any of the others. You, you dare challenge me, you stupid, weak, big-nosed Pinocchio thing. She's huffing steam and more glitter is coming out of her nostrils. She is ready for you. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> and you are terrified. Well, what kind of prep can we do before we get in that ring? Well, I think it's dancer. She, she oh, is... mints. We've got a mint, right? No, no, she's scared. The mints yeah. are Halloween themed, I think. And so maybe she's a big old scaredy cat. She's scared of ghosts. And we need to pretend to be get mm. maybe we we throw a blanket over our head. Mm. We pretend to be a ghost and say, boo! You grab one of the sheets off the bed. Dancer mm. can't see that you've hidden behind one of the beds as you do so. You ignore her. She, she yells at you. Chicken! You throw the sheet over your head and body. And with your glowing nose, not only do you look a bit like a ghost, you look like you're a ghost with one really big menacing red eye. So you creep around so you can approach the ring from behind Dancer. You creep in. You tap her on the flank and go, boo! She takes one look at you and she shrieks a noise you didn't know reindeer could make. <laughs> wow. That's, that that's was Will Hong scream. Yeah, ghost. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she runs, but in her panic, her legs like seize up like one of those fainting goats. <laughs> did you add that because I mentioned I that in the playtest? Yeah. I love it. When she finally recovers, she just tries to scramble to the edge, but she's panicking so hard she can't get out of the ring. Instead, she flails around in circles. She can't escape until she becomes so exhausted that her shaking legs give out underneath her. She coughs. She splutters. She clutches her heart just a little bit. And there is no doubt you have won this fight. Well done. Wow. You have beaten Dancer. Woo. Piece of cake. Wow. You're the cream of the crop. Uh... Hey, Dancer, hold this. <laughs> stuff one end of the Christmas cracker in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, like you brandish it towards Dancer. She takes a while to notice, but she begrudgingly takes the other end. Fine, take it. Take my place on the sleigh. Like it's not going anywhere tonight anyway. Whatever. You ignore her attitude. You pull on your end of the Christmas cracker and it explodes with an almighty bang. Prizes come shooting out. A paper crown with convenient space for antlers built into them. There's a bottle opener that already looks like it doesn't work. And there is a little card with some writing on it. So you pick it up and you read it. What did Santa say when Mrs. Claus asked why he needed an umbrella for his sleigh ride? Wait, sorry. Uh, Yeah, say that again. What did did Santa reply when Mrs. Claus asked why he needed an umbrella for his sleigh ride? Slay rain? The rains. Um, oh. Something about the rains? It, the rain, dear. Yeah, great, great, great. What are you going to do? Well, oh, oh. we're going to go to the mouth and... 
See, I assumed we'd just say it in the doorway. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting something magical too. Well, to yeah, uh, that's true. Maybe, you're, okay, maybe you're just not but touching firstly, the right thing. First things first, we're going to crack up at the joke. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. So we laugh for a solid 10 minutes, I mm-hmm. think, at the joke. Yep. And yeah. then we're going to go to the door. Great. Mm. You head up to that laughing mouth lock. You sort of hold it in your hoof and you talk into its face and you say, because of the reindeer. And just like you did, the laughing mouth, it seems to open more. Its laugh is getting bigger. And you realize that's just what it looks like when it's unlocking. You did it. You unlock the door. You shove your way through. You bound down the hallway beyond. Through glass windows, you see the fog outside has grown thicker. It's so dark, there isn't any time to lose. There's another door ahead, surrounded by an arch of red and green lights. The door handles are candy canes. You reach for it, and it swings open, and seven furious reindeer burst out. No way. That's the one closest to you. You recognize it as Vixen. I can accept that you figured out Dance's stupid motto. She doesn't hide it that well. Used to have it up on the wall before we made her take it down. And look, I can even accept that maybe, maybe you beat her in a fight. She has some weird weaknesses. But I absolutely, unequivocally do not accept that an outsider like you shares our sense of humor well enough to get our joke password. You broke in and you're an intruder and a criminal. And the others, not Cupid, she's sort of looking away awkwardly, but all the others roar in agreement. Roar, yeah! yeah! You are sensing some serious hostility, and you're afraid that once again, you may be shown no mercy. You can't fight them all, so you'll have to show them. You'll have to convince them that you deserve to be here, and that you do have reindeer humour. You need to come up with a joke for them. A wow. Bad Christmas joke. A bad okay. Christmas joke. Okay, let's think of some keywords that uh, have multiple meanings. Billy, you didn't know that this was a task that was coming, so you can join in in this. Oh, okay. I can join in. Okay. How we, let's craft the perfect Christmas joke. Yes. Elves are Christmassy. I'm just naming yeah. Christmas things. I'd like to I'd like to point out that uh, any word that ends with S and then like says no, there's like a snow, like snow way, mm. uh, you know, yeah. sn- like that's, that's something. Yeah. That's something. There's a, there's a bit there. Okay. That's good. Um, yeah. Snow way. Ho, 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 Zay. <laughs> <laughs> there's snow. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I the master of the terrible Christmas joke? Because this is gold and I've got the jokes now based on these answers. Mm. You've given me yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. I, I worry you are trying to make these too good. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no. Mm. Like legitimately, mm. what does Santa use to tend to his garden? A ho, ho, hose. Done. You don't need to work mm. too hard at this. No, nah, no, nah, we got to okay. work hard on that. We got to work Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what about what about um, uh, let's let's throw in uh, Melchior, one of the three wise men. Let's get a good Melchior pun. Dying. No one ever tries to do a Melchior pun. Oh, how about this? How about this? Um, what's the third of the? Uh, what's the? How do you tell the wise the three wise men apart? Well, Balthazar takes his coffee milky, and then the other one takes it Melchior. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
like it. Uh, I don't know the good. third one. It's good. You know what? Puffs. Say some, that one. There are a few puff. There are a few puffs of air that come from the mouths of some of the reindeer. You don't quite know if they're laughs, and you think that some of them didn't really get it. So I'm afraid you're going to have to try another oh, one. Oh no, there's more. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what do you what do you call a uh, small <laughs> man? Yep. Good. No, go on. Uh, takes all the steals all the presents. Uh, selfish. Oh, he's so elfish. Yeah. He's so yes. Elfish. Because I thought it was going to be good. I, I thought it was going to be the interest all Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the interest. That's fat. so good. Elfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say that one. Elfish. You hear elfish. a giggle. You hear a giggle from somewhere yeah. in the back. You are getting there. You are so close. Oh, so okay. Close. Uh, how about this one? How about this one? <clears throat> What what what's the difference between when uh, Ray Romano, God, what or is Ray happening? Bar- when Ray Barone makes his dad angry, and uh, a perfume from the wise men? One of them is Frank incensed, and the other is myrrh. <laughs> 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 I love that. Oh, please. Comedy gold, as they say. <laughs> These dear. Paul, Paul, feel free to use that in your next yeah. show. Just, you know, write yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah, that's in. Look, you got lucky. These deer have a real weakness for perfume materials jokes. So finally, Vixen's glare breaks and she collapses into hysterics, as do all of the others. They roll around. You got 28 deer legs thrashing around in the air gleefully. And then... Okay, okay. I'm sorry. They were... They were the greatest jokes in history. I'm so sorry we didn't recognize you as one of us sooner. The dormitory is now equally yours. We'll set up a bed for you. And go ahead, Santa's just inside. And, uh, not much more needs to be said. Soon as you explain how your glowing nose can pierce through the fog, Santa unpauses all tonight's travel arrangements and saddles you up at the front of the sleigh in dancer spot. For some reason, she's a bit too tired. And uh, this is the true story of how Rudolph saved Christmas. You did it. Well done. Congratulations. I'm now going to spend the next (sighs) solid week just thinking about Christmas jokes I should have come up with. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. You're gonna wake up at two AM and be like, oh that was that was the one. I should have done that one. What did the Christmas lawyer Ooh. do yeah. when they needed to add something to the Christmas contract? Okay, something amendment. <laughs> um <laughs> my <laughs> <laughs> They, they, they sent a claw. They sent a claw. <laughs> That's <Okay>. perfect. <laughs> it's not, I don't know really about. It's, it's not. Like, no, that's yeah, it. Okay. That's the level. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>